0: I'm going to share uh, just a short, short message, and I want to give this specifically for our our baptism candidates. They are up here. Can you guys wave? Everyone, they're getting baptized. We've got, there's seven of them, I think, right now. Yeah, very good. We're excited to celebrate with you guys. I'm going to share from Psalm 131. So if you have a Bible, you can turn there with me. And very briefly, because I want us to spend some time praying over, these baptism candidates and then time down at the lake. But I just wanted to share this morning from this psalm, and it's a short psalm. It might be the shortest in our in our series, actually. Now that I'm looking at it, it's a very short psalm. But it says something about the heart of discipleship that I think is really fitting, not just for these ones who will be getting baptized, but for all of us who have made a step to follow Jesus. It's an appropriate Reflection for us. It's a Psalm 131. There we go. Psalm 131 it says, "O oh Lord, my heart is not lifted up; my eyes are not raised too high. I do not occupy myself with things too great and too marvelous for me. But I have thought and thought in my soul." like a weaned child with its mother. Like a weaned child is my soul within me. O Israel, hope in the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. And as I was looking at this psalm, uh, what jumps out to me pretty quickly, and I had this underlined in another Bible of mine, was verse two that says, I've calmed and quieted my soul. And I think for a lot of us, we maybe perhaps struggle with needing to calm and quiet our souls and so that's a good reminder but i wanted to before we get to verse two i wanted to look at verse one and i wanted to highlight three things that for us as disciples are worth keeping in mind when we seek to follow jesus whether you are new to the faith whether you're being baptized today whether you were baptized years ago and you follow Jesus for a long time, these are still important truths for us. Look again at verse one. It says, O oh Lord, my heart is not lifted up. My eyes are not raised too high. I do not occupy myself with things too great and too marvelous for me. There's this sense here early in the psalm that being a follower of Jesus or being part of the people of God is about fostering a sense of humility that there are things in life that we can become proud of, prideful of, perhaps our own ambitions, our own successes. And here the psalmist says, My heart's not lifted up. I don't, I don't raise my eyes too high. I don't occupy myself with stuff that's further than me. There's a sense of humility that the psalmist has. And as disciples of Jesus, there's a call for us to be humble, as well. Now, humble doesn't mean just sort of being a pushover, but there's a humility in that we don't think uh, higher of ourselves than we ought to. Uh, it's not about being self deprecating either, but we're just down on ourselves all the time. But true humility is about seeing ourselves as we are before God and resting in the assurance of who He is. And so, to those of you who are being baptized, I encourage you to keep your hearts humble before God, that you would not do, be too focused on uh, what you can do for God, but on what God has already done for you through Jesus. The second thing in verse 2, which uh, really speaks to my heart, I think, is this, I have calmed and quieted my soul like a weaned child with its mother, like a weaned child is my soul within me. And there's a sense here of the picture of, of a child and a mom and the sort of comfort and coziness of being with someone Uh, where there's just uh, abiding love and grace and no fear. And so if the first verse is about being humble, I think the second verse is about being home in God. That God is is the one in whom we find our true rest and our true sense of being at home. You know, sometimes our sense of home is a place. Uh, We recently switched homes and I'm now back in my childhood home. And in some ways, it's kind of surreal being back because I have memories from you know 25, 30 years ago of being there. But in other ways, home is not just a physical building. Home is about the relationships we have with people, and ultimately, as much as we have dear family and friends, and and we perhaps have a, a church family that is close to us, or some of you have uh, you know natural biological families that you're close to. In a deeper sense, our our home is found ultimately not even in the place and not even with the people even though we love them our deepest sense of home is in jesus it's in the lord and so there's this call for us to acquire our souls and to find our rest in god like a weaned child with its mother and uh, it's not harder for us if influences around someone people quickly come and say ah speaking lots of words but among them his favorite phrase is probably up which means come get me and uh, even if he's recently eaten and has mess everywhere it's up and he is longing for that sense of comfort and home that comes with that embrace from the Father and uh, in a deeper way all of us are called to find our home in God and so I challenge you and talk to to our baptism candidates to be humble but to also be at home Jesus. And the third thing in verse 3 is a call to hope. O Israel, hope in the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. I think for a lot of us it's easy to give up hope or to be really focused in on things we might see in the news, issues in our own life, difficulties, problems, uh, grief, grief that comes, real grief, real hardship in our lives. And we don't dismiss those we don't pretend they're not real. We recognize the hardship that is there for us. But we are also reminded that underneath all of that, we can have an abiding hope in God. And here the psalmist calls Israel to hope in the Lord. Israel, as you probably remember, if you've grown up in church for any length of time, or have read the Old Testament, read Israel's scriptures, Israel goes through a lot. Of trial and a lot of difficulty and yet they're reminded to hope in God. They can hope in God because God is faithful to his covenant even when we are not. God still loves us and he's still good even when we sin, even when we break his heart, even when we feel like we've let him down and let ourselves down because of what we've done in our lives. God is still faithful and good and he loves you. And so to our baptism candidates be humble before god be at home in the presence of god and also have hope in the goodness of god that he loves you no matter what you've done in your life no matter what the past has brought and even into the future that you can have hope unwavering hope in god and so that's our prayer for for you uh, this morning for all of us but also for those of you that are getting baptized as most of you, I think, know, a baptism is is a symbolic act. It's a reflection outwardly, physically, of what Jesus has done inwardly in our lives. When we come to Christ and we uh, ask him to be our Savior, and we invite him to come into our hearts and into our lives and repent of our sin, we're putting putting to death an old self. And the Bible talks about being born again into new life. And so what happens is when we come to God and we repent of our sins, an old person is put to death. My old life is put to death, and I'm raised to new life in Jesus. Uh, we read in the Bible that we're a new creation when we come to Jesus. And so baptism pictures this act of an old life being put away and a new life coming by going down in the water is a symbol of our death, uh, being reminded of Jesus' death and appropriating that death and the meaning of that death for us and then we don't stay underwater. I was joking with one of our baptism class last time that if you stay underwater, what happens? It doesn't turn out very well. Uh, So it's a picture of if you stay there, there's danger, it's death, but then we come back up out of the water uh, just as Jesus came back up out of the grave. And so we celebrate resurrection and we are risen with Christ to new life. And that's all pictured in the act and the symbol of baptism. Uh, So we believe God is doing something. We don't believe God is saving us per se. He's already done that when we confess our sins and and declare Jesus as Lord. But there is a sort of sanctifying grace that happens in the baptism waters. We believe the Spirit of God is at work in that moment. In the same way, it's also an act for the person to publicly declare, uh, often to their family or to their church family, yes, I'm a follower of Jesus. I've made this commitment to follow him. I've made a commitment to serve him and to love him. Um, And I was thinking back, uh, I got my age wrong. I was saying to Sarah, I think it was 20 years ago I was baptized. She goes, no, that's not right. (laughs) Uh, But I was reflecting on my own baptism, which was 20 plus years ago. And and I was thinking about coming to that place uh, as a teenager, realizing that my faith wasn't just my parents. I wanted my faith to be my own. And I wanted to choose to follow Jesus. And for some of us that grow up in church, uh, there's an important moment that happens as we get older and we realize we want to follow Jesus ourselves. This is our faith in Him. And uh, so that's also what we're celebrating this morning as we come to baptism. So what I'm what I'd like to do just a, that's sort of an overview of what what we're doing here this morning. Um, a few of our baptism candidates uh, have prepared some things. They want to share. Some of them had some testimonies they wanted to share, um, some had uh something written out or just want to kind of speak uh extemporaneously, just kind of say share what's going on in their life. So I'm gonna invite those that want to share. Uh you guys can come on up and you can always just wait here on the side or come up one at a time, whatever you'd like to do. Of course it's scary because who's gonna go first and who wants to go? I don't know. (laughs) We were talking about this earlier. Um, have those that want to share share and then we're going to have them stand at the front and we just like to pray over them so those that would like to share who would like to go first does anyone have a thought whoever would like to can (laughs) come Jesse yeah okay now I might need help with the mic I need a helper oh no I did it. How's that? Too, too short. Okay. okay. Right there you go.
1: I'm excited to get baptized today.
0: Here, right
2: <laughs> there. Do that. I'm excited to get baptized today. I love Jesus, and I want to continue serving him. I know he has loved my life, and that he has died for me. I know he has washed away my sins. Colossians 3 verse 1 says... If ye then and be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, when Christ sitteth on the right hand of God.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Jesse. Awesome. Okay, who's next? All right, how do you
3: testimony like this. I'm getting baptized because I love God and this will be the proclamation of my faith. Last week on Friday, Adriana Marie Bottle, my birth mom, died. In the midst of the anger, hysteria, and tears, there was this whispering in my head that wouldn't leave me alone. Play the song When We Fall Apart by Ryan Stevenson, repeatedly saying, it just wouldn't, it wouldn't leave me alone. I found it and played it, and boom, this huge faith boost um, that happened, like, Yeah, just boost my faith. I just so happen also to be an epileptic. My road for almost seven years has been quite rocky, but packed with blessings along the way. My faith being boosted many times has kept me from sinking into hopelessness and despair. I have my family and friends to support me in both the situations. I keep getting reminders from God telling me that I'm not alone or invisible. That's my testimony.
0: Okay, who's next? Travis is coming. Okay.
2: My name is Travis Tate. I've grown up in a Christian home and I've given my life to God. Since my mom's passing, I know God is with me no matter what. And God will give me hope because I want to live for him, serving him no matter what. I love the verse John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. So who, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. It gives me courage because even though my mom's passing, I can still, I still know that God, God loves me because I gave because I want to serve Him.
0: Good job, Beth. that was awesome. Thank you. Okay, anyone else that wants to share? Okay it's gonna
2: come. Hello everyone. <laughs> I'm in a healthy God-centered relationship and I feel more confident in my love for Christ than ever. I'm not perfect. I still have my ups and downs, but my focus is on God and serving him and I believe God died for me and has forgiven my sins and I'm ready to take this step and publicly uh, declare my faith and love for God, amen.
0: Thank you Sue, okay. Anyone else wanting to share, Xavier, okay. This is my testimony. For the reason I want to be baptized is to follow the Lord and love him. For all my life I wanted to trust him, that he has got me in his hands. And one of the reasons why I love him, love the Lord, he gave me this, peace, joy, love, and kindness. And he also gave me, he also has given me a family that loves me, wanted, when I came to the ashes when I was just a kid.
3: Jonah wanted me to read his uh, testimony, and uh, I'm asking this here today, so I'm to get through it here, um, so i want to be baptized because I love the Lord as my Savior. But being Christian is not going to be easy, and the Lord will be with me forever. Lest people may want to turn me away from Him, but I will stand firm for God's my shield. And then he um, indicates that he's lost for words. Um, okay, the main thing is I love God. Um, and if I just can just share it just briefly, uh, just a little bit. Um, Jonah and Xavier, um, about four months ago, lost their mom. And uh, a week ago, um, Saturday morning. Um, Addie went Travis travel sponsor, and um, it was Addie's dream to have her to have her mom here today, to see her being baptized. And as she sat Saturday morning, tears rolling down her face, she looks at my wife I asked her to play the song. I'm gonna to try to play that here. I don't know if it'll work, but this this song um, is so um it's it, it just it's just pictures it's a, it's a snapshot of a picture of what of Jesus Christ is all about. It's about coming to the cross with our brokenness, our pain, our sin and um, uh, finding life, and the pain. And, and baptism is an incredible symbol of that. And that's what we're celebrating here this morning, and it's incredible. It's, it's a picture of, of um, it's, it's, it's an oxymoron. How can I find life in brokenness? How can I find life in death? How can I go into the water and rise up a new person? And um, as Annie Lynn sat and cried, as she listened to um, this song. And um, my uh, kids, incredible strength. So the day after they find out their mother died, we had a baptism class, and they want to go ahead. They want to keep moving, they want it to happen. And um, um, so we went ahead, and we're here today. But it's with mixed emotions, because of the fact that um, Travis Madeline's mom is not here. So I'm just trying to find this song here. Just give me a second.
1: As you hold my hand and say, it's okay. trying to call your phone all the hopes and dreams we used to talk about they're still alive in me and i just hope i make you proud now i'm your legacy and it's your love still holding me
0: That song that's really quite beautiful. What we'd like to do is uh, have a prayer time over these ones. So I'm going to ask all of you who are getting baptized. Could you just line up maybe across the front here? And if you are family or friends, we would love to have you come up and gather around these ones. Yeah, you guys. Yeah, maybe just make a make a line. You, you, someone will have to be in the middle. Just make a line across the front. There you go. Perfect. Brilliant. Yeah. Tuck in as best as you can. And then any any family or friends, any ministry leaders, come on up and we want to surround and pray over these ones. And just bless them.
2: And here, and making a
1: proclamation, we stand with these, these individual states um, and
2: that Jesus, this is something that you have in their soul deep inside, and I pray in the name of Jesus that you will uh, confirm this in, in their hearts that they are pleasing to you, that you love them, you have given yourself your life for them, and for, as you have for each one of us, but they are they are standing today to just say, I am going to follow Jesus. I am going to follow Jesus and I pray that uh, as as we have gathered here today, that, uh, that this will be something that is cemented into their soul, that in the days to come, that they will be able to look back and say, this is the day, this is the time that I took a stand and said, you live in my heart and soul you have saved me you are keeping me and you will continue to keep me lord through the 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 difficult times and the good times in life father i pray that they will remember
1: that you have promised to never leave them
2: nor forsake them oh lord and there will be difficult days for each one there will be difficult days But, Lord, you are there, and you are their keeper. You are their keeper. And we bless them, we bless
1: them, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.
2: We bless them.